Welcome to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighted down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Cherie Haynes, and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, and welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. So today I wanted to share with you a part of my pastor's most recent message. And I know I I tend to bring his messages in quite frequently, but it's just so amazing how often they resonate with what we're talking about on the podcast. So I just love his perspective and he always gets me, you know, really um, thinking and really just reflecting on myself and, and, you know, it helps me kind of challenge myself and, and, you know, take a good look at what I'm doing. And, you know, I thought it might be helpful. So as you know, if you were able to listen to Monday's episode, our verse for this week is Philippians 4 verse 8. And I'll just read it again just to keep this at the front of our mind because it is, you know, in such alignment with his message. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And so the title of his message was Silence Your Negative Thoughts. And I thought this was just something that we could all use some help on, right? (laughs) So he starts off by, you know, sharing a Bible verse, Proverbs 4, verse 23. Be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. And he, you know, kind of expanded on this, just saying, you know, your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And he shared uh, about the law of cognition. What you think impacts what you believe, which impacts how you feel, which impacts what you do. And he shared a quote by Dr. Paul David Tripp. No one is more influential in your life than you are because no one talks to you more than you do, which is so true. We're constantly talking to ourselves and feeding ourselves. You know, unfortunately, a lot of times just these negative thoughts over and over and over again. And, you know, we have to 
break this cycle if we want to move forward in life. Pastor Craig shared a couple additional thoughts. He said, your thoughts have incredible power. You have incredible power over your thoughts. So there is hope. We have control. It's just, you know, um, working on, you know, putting the right thoughts into our mind, which again brings us back to Philippians 4 verse 8. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And then he shared a couple other verses from Romans 8 verses 5 and 6. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. So Pastor Craig, you know, shared a little bit about negativity bias. He says, negative events imprint on our brains more quickly and linger longer than positive ones. Therefore, negativity becomes a habit. And he expanded on this saying, you know, chronic negativity sends us into constant fight or flight, which makes us always feel we are endangered or about to face a threat. And again, he says, you know, negativity just naturally becomes our default unless we, you know, really work on putting different thoughts into our mind. And this is the the next part is one, you know, that I really want you to think about as I'm, you know, sharing, um, uh, you know, a couple of thoughts that he had. So he, he says, where are you most prone to negativity? And he said, you know, based on um, the, you know, people that he's worked with to do this message series, um, you know, there are four areas that, you know, we each fall in, into one of these categories. And so I'm going to share these different areas and explain kind of what, um, you know, you know, what the thoughts are you might be thinking if this is your particular area. And then I will you know, share with you what my area was um, whenever, you know, he was going through this, because I think that there will be one that once you hear it, you'll, you'll realize that maybe that is the area that um, you could work on. And then we'll have some solutions at the end. So, okay. So the different areas, the first one is cynicism. The next one is negative filtering. The next one is absolute thinking. And the last area is blaming. So the first one, he says, is relational cynicism. So if you have this, you have a general distrust for people and their motives. You feel they will take advantage of you. Everyone is out for themselves. No one is really generous. You can't trust anyone. And then he said, you know, they've also found that this is a reflection of how that you think of yourself, which kind of, you know, hits you hard, but it's very true. Sometimes when we see these things in other people, it's actually a reflection of how we view ourselves. So again, that was relational cynicism. So just kind of think about, again, these as I read them and see which one resonates with you most. 
The second one was negative filtering. So in this case, you see what's wrong. You find the worst possible thing. You assume the worst possible outcome. And he gave some examples. The kids running late. They must have been in an accident. When you text a friend and they don't respond, you automatically assume they must be mad at you. Maybe you're on a vacation and you find what is wrong. Maybe you're at a restaurant and again, you focus on just everything that's wrong with that restaurant instead of seeing what is right. The next category, absolute thinking. These are polarized thoughts. All or nothing, black or white. If a man hurts you, all men are bad. If you disagree with someone about an issue, you write the whole person off. And it, you think that you're right about something, you know, and, and you have, you know, you're more righteous and you kind of think, um, if you're right, my way is kind of the only way of thinking, if that makes sense. The last category is blaming. And with this one, you simply believe you are always a victim. The reason you are where you are is someone did something to you. You're a victim of life and circumstances. No way to get ahead because of what happened to you. And I'm sure we can probably relate to to all of these in some way or maybe at some point of our lives. But, um, you know, it's not fun to think about (laughs) the negative parts of ourselves. But I think it's so important to be aware of them and be vulnerable and willing to, you know, accept the fact that we all have areas to improve upon. And again, that's why I, you know, thought it was so, so important to name this podcast progress, not perfection, because we will never be perfect, but we can always make progress and improve in every area of our lives if we're more intentional. So as I had mentioned, I will share with you the category that most resonated with me and it was negative filtering and it's kind of embarrassing to admit admit this but I do feel like a lot of times I do see what is wrong or I I expect the worst. Uh, My husband travels a lot for work and we have a small plane that we use because he he has a an area that's uh, you know, if driving wise, it would be five to six hours for him to drive there. So our um, market has a plane that he takes, you know, and it's a very small, like four, four or six seater plane. And, you know, I do tend to really get nervous. Sometimes I always ask for him to text me as soon as they land. Um, and if it too much time goes by, you know, my mind just automatically assumes the worst. And, you know, obviously nothing has ever happened to him. And sometimes he might forget and he just like lands and, you know, has to reply to a bunch of emails or start, you know, returning phone calls and things from being in the air. But I know that's something that I struggle with and, you know, I'm the same way too. Sometimes I'll text somebody and, and, you know, they won't respond right away. And I'm like automatically expecting the worst. Oh my gosh, did I say something that offended them? Like, what did I do? Why aren't they responding? And it could be there, you know in a meeting or something, but I just um, automatically, my mind goes to the worst possible scenario. And so it's really good to, um, to just be aware of this. So hopefully next time that happens, I can kind of think about this message and, and, you know, put some different thoughts into my mind. Um, I know at one point I used to struggle with blaming 
I think I've mentioned a little bit about, you know, some things that happened when I was younger. And, and I, you know, I'm ashamed to say I, I did play the victim role quite a bit. And I just thought I had such an awful life and I justified some of the decisions I made, which is not right. And I, I realize that now and I think I've come a long way. Um, and, you know, that's an area that I don't feel is, is necessarily <laughs> my strongest area anymore, but it's definitely something I still need to work on. So um, Pastor Craig then shared, um, you know, another, another um, couple of verses. It come from 1 Samuel 30 verses 3 through 4 and 6. And it says, When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. And then verse six says, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. So we think we had an awful day, but just imagine what David and his men were feeling just, you know, coming back and finding all of their wives and children had been kidnapped. And then David, you know, his men turning on him and, you know, just imagine how alone he felt. But it says, David found strength in the Lord his God. And that is what we have to do. And even as hard as it may seem in the moment that something awful is happening, that's what we have to do is, again, put our trust in the Lord. Um, And then Pastor Chris shared Psalms 103 verses 1 through 5. And this is something I'm going to share. This was such a a great um, perspective that Pastor Craig shared that I didn't realize. And maybe you will, maybe you will feel the same way as well. Um, But this was again, David pray, you know, praising the Lord. And that's um, how it starts. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. And what Pastor Craig was saying is it was not necessarily that at this moment he was praising the Lord. He was telling his soul to praise the Lord. He was having to remind himself to, you know, praise the Lord. And again, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. And again, he said, praise the Lord. And he's telling this to his soul and forget not all his benefits. And that is, you know, what we have to do in these times where, you know, um, we start to just take in all this negativity and we want to believe all of the things of this 
world and we have to know, we have to tell ourselves to praise the Lord. We have to remind ourselves, this is what I should be thinking about. Praising the Lord, praising His name and His inmost being. And so I thought that was so neat because I I don't think I'd ever really fully understood what was going on there. I thought that He was just praising the Lord, you know, Um, but no, He was telling His soul, (laughs) reminding himself that he needed to praise the Lord during this time. So um, I thought that that was, you know, just really neat. And so um, Pastor Craig opened up a little bit about, um, you know, struggles that he had faced. And this was several months ago, but he said the verse that he kept reciting over and over and over again was Romans 15 verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. But that was so beautiful. It's that when, you know, that is such a, you know, that's such a reassuring verse. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so he kind of ties everything up in the end by sharing, you know, some words that we can use to combat those negative feelings. Um, And so I'll go through each category and share what, you know, what he what he said that we can use, um, you know, these words that we can constantly reflect on. And I just encourage you to, in addition to our verse of the week, to write these down and put these somewhere where you will see them every day and, and keep looking at them after this week, because I feel like this is something that we're going to have to constantly repeat over and over. Um, So with cynicism, so when I was going through um, these different categories, if cynicism was one that really resonated with you, this is what you should recite over and over again to yourself to replace those negative thoughts. With God's help, I will get rid of all bitterness and skepticism. I choose to believe the best about others and be kind, compassionate, and loving. I will love and forgive others as Jesus has loved and forgiven me. If negative filtering was your main category, which was mine, this is what we should recite. God, by your power, I take every thought captive and make it obedient to the truth of Christ. Because you are good, I choose to think on what's good, right, true, helpful, and worthy of praise. As I trust in you, your peace will guard my heart, soul, and mind. If your category was absolute thinking, this is what you should reflect on. As Jesus loved and accepted me, I will love and accept others. Rather than always being right, I'm called to always be loving. Rather than just making a point, I choose to make a difference. In humility, I choose to love others above myself. And if your category was blaming, these are the words that you should recite. God has given me a life and mind of my own. By His grace, I will own my choices and choose God's best for me. I have been given everything I need to accomplish everything God wants me to do. In Christ, I will overcome. And he just shares, you know, at the end, your thoughts have 
incredible power and you have incredible power over your thoughts. And I will make sure to link, you know, his original message for you again in the show notes because he is, you know, so great with words and I know I can't always do it justice, but I, I wanted to at least try because I just know that, you know, this needs to be an area that we emphasize an area of focus for us because there is so much negativity in the world. And, you know, I might challenge you to take a fast this week from anything, you know, that you need to put aside, whether it be the news, whether it be social media, whether it be distancing yourself from some friends who are maybe a negative influence on you. Um, but it, you know, I've done this before. Um, and as I, as I've mentioned before, I don't even watch the news. And again, I might be naive for doing that, but I know that it doesn't add any value to my life. And, and it just puts more worry into my mind and I don't need any more worry. And I know you don't either. So, you know, I just encourage you to just take even one week and, and, you know, do a fast from either, like I said, the news or social media or someone negative that you need to distance yourself from for a while and see what a difference it can make in your life because I think it will make a profound difference because we have to protect our minds and what we put into our precious mind. So again, I just want to you know, repeat our verse of the week one last time and then we'll close in prayer. Philippians 4 verse 8 And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for this incredible message from Pastor Craig. Thank you for this reminder that we need to control the negativity that goes into our minds and we need to combat it with your truth and what you say. We need to fix our thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. And we need to think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So as we go about our weeks, Lord, please help, you know, help us remember to fix our thoughts on you. And as soon as the negative thought comes to our mind, please help us remember to recite this powerful verse so that we put you first in our lives and we put the negativity aside. In your son's name we pray. Amen. I hope you love today's episode, friend. I pray it reminded you in some way that you have something amazing to offer the world and it's time to start letting your beautiful light shine. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs this reminder? It would also mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds for me and just leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know that you're actually enjoying the show. Plus, it warms my heart when I get to hear from you. I pray God's blessings on you the rest of the week, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless.